Having fun there, bud? Oh yeah, yeah. Just sorry, just just give me a sec. You know, we you got to transition. Which which married woman is this? Shut up. <laughs> There's a couple now. Shut up, because you're right. <laughs> I really I can't wait for your first cinematic film to come out. Blake Tigolo, male Tigolo. I hate you so much. No, 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 no! It's Blake Tucker, American Tucker. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load. And I'm talking about a load, a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I'm talking about he, the B to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. And the S, Scotty Moore. That's right, baby. I'm here. I've been I've been working out for two weeks in a row. I got good dude energy. <laughs> I got masculine dude energy, baby. I've been drinking for two weeks. I just I want to go to tilted kilts and hooters, and I want to look at butts. None of the stuff. I don't paint my nails no more like some sort of pansy. I catch fish and I clean my floors with the fish. Yeah! Then you're gonna paint your nails afterwards? I'm gonna paint my fish with the, with the nails! I'm gonna paint my fish what? with nails! <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm gonna uh, kick I would... in car doors and I'm gonna drive the car door to the airport and kick in a plane door while it's moving! This is completely untenable. I have become... It's like college all over again. Jesus Christ. I am masculine. I am the lord of all that's masculine. Ask me anything about masculines, and I got it. You know, I think this just makes me pretty complacent with where I'm at, because uh, let me sum up how I've wanted to approach 2020. When we were talking about New Year's resolutions, my roommate and I, well, he just came up to me and he said, Blake, I thought long and hard about it. My New Year's resolution is, I'm going to be fat. No, not on this end. You got to stay strong. Stay strong for when the fucking coronavirus comes and you can just kick it in its dick. Run out, kick people in the dick. I'll fucking Judas affect someone with the coronavirus and survive. Oh, is this it? Do you have the coronavirus? I've got a corona with some lime, and I'm about to shotgun that motherfucker before I run on the beach in slow motion. But you hate beer. I don't, that's why I shotgun it, to get rid of it faster. If I give I Do you like sip, lime? I mean, I'll, no, I spend some time with the lime. I take a pleasurable amount of time with the lime. But I shotgun the corona, and then I go and catch fish. Why don't you just, like, just get a Bud Light lime, shotgun that, catch fish? No! <laughs> to fight off the virus, I have to keep... Tra- have you ever seen the movie where... 
the man has to keep electrocuting himself or his heart dies. That's where I'm at. I have to keep drinking Coronas to stop from the coronavirus taking me down. Isn't that the one where he uncomfortably rubs up against an old woman for an extended amount of time? That's what I had to do earlier. She told me she drank the last Corona, and I was like, I'm sure it's in your sweat. Let me just, like, rub up and down on you with this. Oh, Gazi. Gazi's in the chat. He, he's asking if I took the cocaines. The energy came from the DDP yoga I've been fucking doing every day, baby. Doing the DDP yogas, taking the mushrooms, making love <laughs> to the fish I catch. And you know, I've just been chilling here. Hey, bud, how you doing? Playing this space I've created, Blake. Playing my masculine space. We have barbed wire fencing. No, it's okay, buddy. You got this whole playground of space to go in. You just play for 30 minutes, and then when you're all tuckered out, you come over here, you get some juice. I have a protein shake for you. How about that? I gotta lie, I'm already kind of tuckered out. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of good dude energy before this, and I was in the car literally fist-punching the ceiling of my Hyundai Sonata while I was listening to Beastie Boys. And I was like, this is the energy I need to bring into the show, is this good dude energy. Then we talked about- Oh, fuck. I don't know if y'all heard that. Somebody outside with a sick-ass motorbike just came by. (laughs) Blake, we we gotta calm me down. I'm attracting them. It's all of the cool dude energies coming towards me. You're gonna need to just, like, chill, bud. You can't have, like, this army of dude bros at your door. Man, think about all the chads in the world. They want to get your energy. Oh, God, no, Blake. I see them on the front lawn. They've got so many fucking white claws. I can't... Oh, no. Oh, shit. They're throwing the white claws at the window. Those, Scotty, you gotta grab one of those shotgun, one of those claws, and then you ain't got no laws. And then the the laws won't be in effect when I stab all of these men trying to take my masculine trophy with the fish I caught. Ah, fellow chads, today we reclaim our freedom. (laughs) This man took all the masculine energy from us, tried to hoard it for himself. But today we chads will... (laughs) A day will come when the courage of Chads fail, but it is not this day. We will not go... Hello, I'm Chav Chad. (laughs) We will not go silently into the night. We will not go down without a fight. Today is our Chad day. Uh, Chad Dependence Day. Chad Chad Because they're still... Tonight we They're still very dependent. Tonight we cancel the Chadpocalypse. (laughs) oh fuck they've got a jaeger it's a giant bottle of jaeger with robot arms oh shit oh god they're pouring it through the window oh god it's the new kind that's coffee for some reason gross it's the chads the new batch (laughs) chads I love this concept of, like, someone going into an orphanage and being handed a small child, and they're like, 
don't feed it after midnight. Do not pour White Claw on it. <laughs> don't do any of this. And then a White Claw spills on it. And then it just goes crazy. And it's Gremlins, but with Chads. It's Gremlins, but with Chads. Or it could be Chad Academy. Are good to take on Police Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all the chat. We're just going back to the same thing last we did last week. We already have went to the Chadwell. I will say part of what I did. Well, part of what I did was real just now, but the rest of it, I don't know, man. I just need I need to tell you about the fact that I went to the Tilted Kilt, and okay, so that's where it came from. No, it didn't. In fact, the opposite. Because, you know, we've went to the Tilted Kilt before, and the Tilted Kilt with the pretty ladies, pretty lady in the kilts, and, like, the scant- it's kind- it's- it's cute. It's not super overtly sexy. It's just kind of cute the way they're dressed. And I'm like, that's what I dig. I'm going to the kilt. Went to the kilt, and there's just a nude woman. In the kilt. Not fully nude, obviously, because she was working. But, like, in decked out in lingerie, there is an asshole inches away from the Jameson I'm about about to ask for. And I'm just staring like, you've broken the rules, ma'am. This is supposed to be fun and playful. It's supposed to be light and flirty. And you just have it all out. I hate it. I turned full dad. I was like, did you lose a bet? Where are your parents that they let you go out like this? Jesus Christ. I don't... Oh, I miss... Atlanta Tilted Kilt. They're like, okay, our restaurant's theme is Irish, right? I'm just gonna be naked. What's that gotta do with Ireland? No. Fuck you. (laughs) Wait a minute. Did you just say, fuck it, I'm gonna go to the Tilted Kilt? In Atlanta, an hour and a half away. No, I was already in Atlanta. Hold on, I did not drive an hour and a half to go to the kilt. No, I was already in Atlanta for a weird podcasting thing where I got to watch a bunch of Caucasians talk about their business while I made fun of them in the audience. And then afterwards, I then went to the kilt and just got to sit there with a bunch of fucking chads, all of them kind of... The girl in the lingerie was getting a lot of attention. My favorite came from an Asian man next to me who was like, Hey, man, it's just... I know you're having some man troubles right now, but it's okay. You're gonna get back on your feet. And, like, starts trying to good guy her. And I'm like, dude, don't. 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 Oh, don't good guy. I thought, I thought you. you meant he was talking to you. And he's, like, trying to <laughs> Mr. Miyagi you. <laughs> Put a hand on one butt cheek, wax on. One on the other, wax off. And clap the cheeks. Excellent, Scotty-san. Do it. Yes. Scotty, show me your butt cheeks. Show me? I will drum upon them like Donkey Kong, the wee one. You know, the wee one where you had to bongo on them to move the Donkey Kong. Yeah, the Donkey Konga, as it was called. Come, the- become my instrument. Become the instrument. I do appreciate she was not my bartender. Our bartender was kind of like the grizzled older bartender who was just like, 
fuck this shit. Fuck. Like, at one point, she had to make a Sunday for somebody. It was 10 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. And you could just see in her face this look of pure... Fuck these pieces of shit for making me use sprinkles this late at night. Nobody should use sprinkles after six. <laughs> All right, Blake, let's continue the show like normal and not like a terrible, horrible internet incident happened. Okay, Scotty, of course. Now right back to where we were talking. Exactly what we were... Don't, if you're watching on YouTube, ignore the change in clothes and demeanor. It's completely different. Uh, much better energy tonight, though. In the chat, guys, he just goes, Welcome to part two, bitch. <laughs> oh, but now, Blake, it's time to get into what this show's actually about, and it's about brainstorming. Things to sell to Hollywood. Ways to make money so we never have to do a podcast again. And I think I've got the most actionable prompt we've ever had. Okay, good. Because I'm currently doing the DDP Yoga Positively Unstoppable Challenge, where basically DDP said, What would you do for a million dollars? I'm asking you to own your life. Over the next six months, I want you to transform yourself and become something better than you ever thought you could be. I don't know why. He's becoming Macho Man. (laughs) He's a little bit, huh? And so it's a six-month transformation. And I've begun it. And I'm even doing a fun little documentary for the Fight Boys channel about it. But here's the problem I've run into. To win this million dollars, you truly need an inspirational story, right? You need to kind of start from nothing and rise like a phoenix to become something amazing. And I don't really... I didn't start off that bad. (laughs) I kind of started off pretty cool, just needed to lose some weight. Though I lose my weight, still pretty cool. So what we need is an actionable tragedy because I went on the DDP Yoga Positively Unstoppable Facebook group. Those people are like decades ahead of me, dude. I got people who are like, I'm quitting uh, quitting pain pills. for. uh, I've been addicted to them for years and I'm finally quitting. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I can't beat painkillers. Or somebody's like, I've had five seizures, but hopefully next week the doctor will let me get back on my DDP yoga to own my life. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I haven't had a seizure in years. I got it, I got it. So I, I know what we could do. Okay. What worse tragedy to come back from than when your friend shoots you with a gun. (laughs) We were recording our famous podcast, (laughs) A Load of BS, and he just suddenly brought out a gun and he started shooting. He only hit me once, but God, he hit so many whiskey bottles. (laughs) He took out so many. Like halfway through the show, you just see a laser appear on my forehead. It's like, how did he come back from that? His skull was fractured. It's the power of DDP yoga. I I did did the diamond cutter and it (laughs) healed my skull. I thought you were going to be like, I just did the diamond cutter at the right time. It missed, bounced in between all the whiskey bottles. (laughs) I'm fucking at the diamond cutter on the bullet. I stopped the bullet and then fucking drop it to the ground. 
and say, that's your actionable story. And you can use some of the million dollars to pay my bail. <laughs> I don't know if the bullet didn't hit anything. Is it still a crime? Probably. Yeah, now that I it think It definitely about- is. It's still a crime. It's a big crime, too. I mean, do we have to do something... That's real. Could I not make up something? Be like, hey, DDP, my dog, uh, my dog killed my son. <laughs> and, and while, while I was very upset about that, I tried to go take out the dog before it caused any more business. And then he stole the gun from me and the dog shot my Don't wife. You. The dog <laughs> is now, <laughs> the dog is now traveling cross, cross country. And I'm now on a vengeance, almost a reverse John Wick situation to try to take out this dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, now that would involve lying to diamond dallas page no 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 i'm pretty sure i all i have to do is take a dog put a gun in its hands throw it in a truck and send the truck across country now as long as you can find a dog with a gun in a truck i'm i'm set for life hey man did that did that dog really attack I don't think that you've got a case against that duck. No, it's fine. I'll just plant a gun on him. <laughs> what's this under? What's? I don't know why I'm picturing it as a Saint Bernard, and I'm like, what's this in his in his throat cask? It's that's fucking cocaine. Who got? Who put that's... this on this dog? My God, this dog's a mule. This dog's a dog mule. Uh, you know what? Let's just say, you know what? We don't even have to go through Diamond Dallas Page. Let's just start trafficking drugs. Through dogs. The dogs have to be part of it. <laughs> yeah, because they don't stop dogs at the border. No, they don't. Famously. I mean, there was that... <laughs> Ain't nothing in the law book that says a dog can't traffic drugs. <laughs> Damn it, they're right. And that's what leads into our film, Air Bud. Does that... Is that anything? Um... Yeah, because it's like Air Bud, because most of what he carries is marijuana in his backpack. Is there... Blake, thank you for explaining the Air Bud joke. Thank you. The rest of the audience is going ham right now, now that you've explained it. Look, sometimes I gotta help Gazi along. (laughs) So... I still think there's legs on this reverse John Wick film where Keanu Reeves searches across America to kill the dog that killed his family no it's gotta be who's the exact opposite of keanu reeves because that's the actor that would be reverse john wick um christopher walken (laughs) this dog he's gone crazy he's got guns in his mouth pulls trigger with his tail it's crazy i tell you I'm not going to lie, that entire, the only reason I think Christopher Walken is the opposite of Keanu Reeves is because I think, it's the dumbest joke, but it's my favorite bad joke of all time, and it's the fact that what the opposite of Christopher Reeves is, is Christopher Walken, and so, (laughs) that's where that came from, basically. See, that was the kind of joke, whereas the Air Bud one didn't require extra explanation, that one was the one where too much explanation was needed. Christopher Reeves infamously played Superman, and then a horse kicked his ass, and he couldn't walk for the rest of his life. Oh shit, the horse can team up with the dog! Oh, the dog rides on the back of the horse. 
Or what if the horse is like the violent kingpin of everything? And the horse is like, I'm the one that took down Christopher Reeve. I like how this is moved from a help me get a million dollars from Diamonds Dallas Page to let's make a movie about trying to shoot a dog in the neck until dead. Okay, fine. You want to get back to winning, getting that million dollars. Let's rob a bank. Okay, so, okay. Where where does the self-improvement part come out of this? Because I feel like if we rob you the You get bank, arrested for robbing a bank, and then you get out of jail through the sheer might of your DDP yoga. <laughs> so wait, I'm sitting at the bars, and I'm just like, ha! Ah, using the strength but here's the thing there's a goldberg poster on the wall and they can't see where i'm chipping away at the wall using the power of my ddb yoga until i escape exactly so you're gonna have to get that goldberg poster though so what you're proposing is that i send a video entry to diamond dallas page that says hello diamond dallas page i'm famous escaped convict scotty moore thanks to your good good power of your yoga routines i was able to escape jail and i would like my million dollars now please i'm really going to need it soon i i have to keep moving you you have I love how you've, other than the one where you shoot me in the head, you've not really built any storylines where I come out of it as a sympathetic individual. It's just really easy for me to do. It's just, <laughs> like, there, I don't want to make you a good person. I'm only going to build storylines where I kill you or I get you landed in jail for the rest of your life. Because you got to think, what's going to be more interesting? Oh, yeah, if I'm, like, an escaped convict at that point. I mean, I could just, like, film a close-up on all of the liquor bottles and make a little bit of a dramatic overstatement about how much whiskey I drink, and he could be like, Yeah, man, me, now I can fix you. I got this. Yeah. Hey, hey bud, could you, just, could you just move over to your left a little bit? Yeah. And could you look down and to the right? Down. And I want you to tell me what fucking overstatement you would make. No, I meant about how much of it I drink. I have it as a collection, but not enough to drink. I thought you were about to assassinate me, in all honesty, in in the ultimate (laughs) pun of all time, being like, Scotty, look away, and now look back, and to the left. Left. Back, back, to the left. To the left. But yeah, I don't think it would be believable to paint me as an alcoholic for the DDP documentary. We're going to have to really brainstorm on this some more. Okay. Oh, that's a beautiful. Oh, that's has some oakiness to that. Oh, some butter. Is that butter? Mm. Uh, do put butter in my whiskey. I do love this. That is a thing, by the way. I've never tried it, but apparently that's a thing is buttering your whiskey. Okay. You've gone... <laughs> reaction of like okay look you've 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 done a lot in your life in fact hold on that's all i have to send to ddp is the clip of me talking about buttering whiskey and that's the moment he's like wow you were in a real bad place at one point in your life weren't you scotty you could send that man just a compilation of your stories that you tell on this podcast (laughs) 
and he would give he would give you ten million dollars to keep away from him. He's just like you pooped on a tree in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I really did, and then vomited on a worker at Epcot. Not on them, near them. Okay, well that takes you down to five million. You're no longer at your ten million limit. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, also, now you did just vomit on me. Did, was that because I took you down? Yeah, yeah. You you hit the diamond cutter on me, Dally. It was too powerful. I'm about to vomit everywhere. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be the worst finishing move in pro wrestling history? By the way, is if every time you hit it, your opponent just started openly vomiting all <laughs> over the place. It's like the opposite of the green mist. Yeah. <laughs> you make them do the mist. Let's see. That's, except it's vom. Is that a little bit of lemon in that and some some Twizzlers? I don't know. I would. I now have my new favorite goof, and it's the next time we ever go to a whiskey tasting. Just throw out shit that makes no sense. Just like the whole time. Is that gravy? Oh, fuck yeah. This is some good gravy coming off of this. How old is oh, this? Yeah. This is a vintage 1960. It's been aged 50 plus years. Oh, okay, good. Is that Mike and Ike's? Fuck yeah, I love Mike and Ike's. <laughs> oh, damn, son, hold on. Oh, yeah, I'm getting some charms off of this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Lucky or the normal kind? Both. It's both there. You know it, man. Mm. Is that a little... Is that some nickel lips right there? Is that them nickel lips? Oh, no, no, that's just... Yeah, that's just straight nickel. That's... Mm. <laughs> oh, is this supposed to smell like pennies? No? I'm having an issue <laughs> No, no, it's... You might... <laughs> no, here's what it is. It's... Oh, man, that lovely burnt toast note. There's no burnt toast in this. What do you mean? I can, I can smell it. I I can uh, send Trevor Simmons. <laughs> Boss, we got another one. So I love how this segment has now be- become dedicated to not winning me a million dollars. It's, hey, give it to literally anyone else, because this guy's the fucking worst person on the planet. I'm sure we could come up with some equally good bad ones for me. How about we get me to win a million dollars? Okay. So, first step, you're going to have to lose one of your arms. Ah, oh, damn it. I really like them both, though. No, no, no. You only lose one, but here's the thing. You also lose a leg. But here's the thing. Oh, hold on. No, here's the thing. The hand <laughs> goes where the leg was. The leg's just gone now. So now you have a... Can it just be like a foot so it can have a hand foot? I mean, no. Because oh. that's why you need the DDP yoga is to strengthen your arm to be able to walk around on it <laughs> w- with the same strength and power that you used to be able to walk with your hand. So I can't just have a prosthetic? No, 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 no. This was a very, very sad man that did this to you, Blake. This was a horrible thing that happened to you. and But the doctors, they said they could fix it, but in that moment, you... With a crazed look in your eye, said, No, I want him to remember the hand that he took from me when I kick punch him in the face with it. Aw, <laughs> oh, damn it. Now we're just making kick puncher from community. Fuck. Oh, sh- okay. Yeah, scrap that one. Um, You know what? I could just die. 
Well, no, that that adds to my thing. That adds to my thing, because then I could be like, just lost my job, and then my only other source of income, which was doing this amazing podcast with my good buddy Blake, well, he died, and now I can't do podcasts anymore, other than the four I do without him. <laughs> Man, I can't, I just, I, now I can't do my good podcast. Also, my friend died, but just the podcasts. Blake, if you had any idea how often I run through the oh no, what if Blake died scenario in my head, I would already have a million dollars. If I had a dollar every single time. Because it, it's constant. I'm like, okay, what happens in JWF? I don't know. I guess Captain Tibbs blows up the building and only Blake's characters were in there, maybe. Oh man, what about Deviant? I fucking massacre. Red Wedding. That's what's going to happen, happen there. Just gonna have to kill all those characters. Fuck me, this is so much hard work. Oh, who have I got? Oh, that motherfucker better not die. It happens so often. Cause you get in like sad boy moods every once in a while, <laughs> and every single time I'm like, he better fucking not. Cause I'll get real sad, and then I'll have to rewrite a lot of shit I have planned. I got a <laughs> lot of stuff planned, and he can't. Don't you dare fuck this up from me. It's like, yeah, I am, I'm gonna get real sad first, but then I'm gonna have to start working on shit again, bud, and that's just not gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you, you're you so selfish worrying about your own death, you're not gonna be here, I am, I'm gonna have to deal with this shit. Can this you be- asshole. No, I think we found your sympathetic thing for DDP, which is, I've wanted to kill myself for years, but my best friend just won't let me. But now I'm going to achieve my dreams and own my life by ending it during a DDP yoga routine. Oh, that would be, that would be on the levels of like, everybody would want to see that video, but nobody would ever see that video. Have you ever, okay, this is going to get playfully grim. Have you ever watched a video of someone die? It sucks so much dick. It's terrible. Like, you go, and it's like, oh, no. Like, every time, man, like, I see it, and I'm instantly like, oh, fuck, okay, that that was a lot faster and a lot more simple than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, no, oopsie poopsies. I have delved the depths of Reddit long enough to have seen multiple people die, and it's just never a good time, as you might expect from any sane individual. Which is why we're talking about it on our good comedy podcast. Which is why it will never get you a million dollars, so we need to leave it. I, okay, I just want to bring up this one. Have you seen the okay. video of the guy whose daughter got, mo- I think, molested, and the guy got sent to jail? And... On their way to take him to jail, the dad Stone Cold fucking shoots him in the head and then just uh, walks yep. away. Yep, yep, and, that's a big one. And you'd think oh, more shit. people would be like us and in the comments be like, oh my god, I can't believe I've seen this. This is a horrifying night. The majority of them are all like, fuck yeah, he deserved it. Hell yeah, that's some good shit. We want you- blood. <laughs> we want blood. You gotta think, these are the type of people, though, that's like, first of all, you gotta be somebody that watches it. But secondly, you have to be incensed enough to actually comment on that video. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't ever see myself 
like, falling to that kind of level of depravity. There was one person evaluating the guy's technique. He was like, man, if you watch it, he was blending in so well. It was like fucking Hitman. He was blending in so well, and then the guy walked by. He was already aiming the gun. It was great. I'm like, a man has perished. He wasn't a good one, but, like, a man has perished. Don't do this. It's like, you can't just... Tell people to take the law in their own hands, because that's what happens. Because that's what happens. Fucking look, it's fine if it's Batman, because Batman don't kill, but anybody else can't do it. Yeah, do you know who else thought they were taking the law in their hands? Dude that shot John Lennon. Exactly. I don't know. I don't like the Beatles that much. It's whatever, I guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can just eat a big old fat. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting the. I'm getting the fucking sniper rifle out. You better watch out for that red dot. No, this is where we find out DDP is a huge Beatles fan. And he's like, you're never getting a million dollars at that point. You're never getting that fucking milli, my dude. <laughs> is this when DDP knocks your door down and shoots you himself? No, 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 no. I much prefer this, which is I hear my door break down. I look up, there are four ninjas with DDP yoga robes on, holding me down, and then from the other room, I just hear, like, Picture yourself in a boat on a river. And around the corner comes DDP with a baseball bat, getting ready to bash my brains in, in what is the greatest horror comedy of the new century. Yeah. Hey, Scotty, you know, all you need is love. <laughs> oh, and he's got to be, like, skipping around. It's got to be full-on clockwork orange as he does it. Bam! You know, I think we got a real solid idea here. <laughs> this is what happens when we come back two days later to record the second bit, is you just get the first bit again. That's it. But... If I'm not going to get this million dollars from DDP, we got to get it from somewhere. So that's why we're going to have to stop in at the Shill Station. Ding, ding. Hey, Blake, I've had this whiskey sitting behind me for entirely too long without being enjoyed. Tell people about Patreon. You mean Patreon.com, where all of our lovely listeners can go, and if they feel so inclined, they can just, like, become one of our BS Moon Marines. They could donate to our Patreon. They get exclusive shit. Okay. Like, <laughs> like quietly goes to the Patreon like, fuck, what do they get? Um, you can get onto our Discord. Do we still have a Discord? We do still have remember. a Discord. It rarely gets used because not a lot of people hang out on it. Okay, you know what, Blake? I'm sorry. The whiskey will wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the reins here. You get access. No, to hold on, because there's one more thing that you get if you are you become an official BS Moon Marine, yeah. and that is the monthly show called You Paid for This. That is the uh, show where Scotty and I we basically riff track over a terrible movie of our choosing every month. And we just get down and dirty. Up jump the motherfucking devil, baby. Up jump the devil, because we watched Undercover Grandpa. And it's it's not a bad movie. It's a good, it's the greatest film of all time, Blake. It's surprisingly good. Um, but there's, that. look, Blake, we can't be selfish. We can't. Because all the other shows, they got sister shows too. 
Fight Boys has Wrestling History X. Uh, me Again has Me Also. Opposite Attractions has FAQ, which had an episode come out yesterday all about Journey into Imagination with Figment. It was a really, really good time. And if you want to get that and get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week, like that motherfucker in chat, Gazi, like the podcast Radish and Associates Anonymous, like my mom and dad, like Salty Frank of the Seven Seas, like all of them, you can donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But Blakey T, what if what if they don't want to do this reoccurring payment thing? What if they just want a simple one-time payment to us and then maybe get some real cool stuff out of it? You know, uh, you like- mean they get a little bit of a kickback. It's like if you donate enough money to our merch store, merch.loadofpurebs.com, then you get something in return. You get that shirt that Scotty's doing the weird thing with. I like you called it a donation and not just purchasing a fucking shirt. Nope, we're all donation-based here on the BS Podcast Network. It's just the fact that, like, sometimes your donations net you goods and services. (laughs) Exactly. We got shirts for all the different shows. We got posters. We got snapbacks. And I think there's that... What's that other thing we got? What is it? I can't remember. It's fucking... It's fucking... Hold on. It's a cup! Okay, it took you... Okay, hold on. A little bit of a delay there. A little bit of a delay. But yeah, we got BS Boozy Sippy Cups for all the different shows from Fight Boys to a load of BS. They're really awesome. They're great for having mixed drinks in and having good times with. And if you want it, you can get it at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the following event is scheduled for one clusterfuck and is set to occur in Birmingham, Alabama. Introducing first, he is the bearded man from the Badlands, the absolute Badlands, Scotty Moore! And in the other corner, sporting the modest plaid on plaid on plaid, the man with the plaid crown, the plaid is plaid on the plaid, the man who knows nothing about wrestling and everything about plaid, Blake Tenor. I'm sorry, was I supposed to do something there? I thought this was just you two. Oh, no, yeah, no, oh, that's oh, Dylan. Hey, and Dylan. Then, <laughs> and we are the Fight Boys, and it's a show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. Make sure to check us out, because when you're a Fight Boy, you're a Fight Boy for life. All right, so my idea quickly fell through and basically become just us having a weird fever dream for about 20 minutes, I think, Blake. So I'm going to need you to save the show. I'm going to need you to do what this show's all about. Bring us an idea. Bring us a concept. Something that Hollywood's going to really want to dig their fingers into. I didn't come up with a movie this this week, though, so that might be a problem. No, Hollywood will do it. It doesn't matter, (laughs) baby. They're nasty. They're nasty. They put their fingers in all the pie. I had a couple of thoughts on this, because you know what? The 2020 is in full swing. This is the new decade. Yeah. The 2020s. We need the new fad of the 2020s. Okay. And if we make it, we get ahead of the curb, and that means we get all that fucking money. The new fad for 2020 is two average-looking white men podcasting on Twitch. That's our new vibe, 
it's never been done before, and that's going to be the fad, and we're going to ride that wave. It's not a big wave right now. Not a lot of people do this, but we're going to be the ones to ride it to its peak. We're going to be the biggest names. Um, Also, by the way, I do want to say, in one of the podcast groups I have, someone commented and was like, there are no podcasting celebrities. No one has come into podcasting without having an audience beforehand. And me, the ever-present asshole, was like, Give me a few months. I'll be there. I'll be the fucking Conor McGregor of podcasting. I'll run into podcast movement and flip a fucking table and then kick an old woman in the face because she doesn't like my whiskey. I'm going to take it down. I'm going to cause chaos. I'm going to cause drama. I'm going to be the podcast bad boy. Uh, you could be the bad boy of podcasting because you are. That's right. Please tell me you have some ideas for this fad thing, Blake, because I feel like usually we draw from experience when we improvise and make our fun little japes and goofs. And we have not once in our entire life, I think, ever been up on a fucking fad. So I think that's going to be uh, a bit to our detriment right now. No, because I think I know what it is. I'm getting in on this subscription box thing. Okay. So we need to find a good subscription service that somebody can subscribe to, and we bring it right to their door. And, Scotty, I'm thinking something that you and I are both a little bit knowledgeable about because we both love them. Oh, okay. I thought you meant that we were making a subscription box box where each month you get a different Different subscription box sent to you. You get the random subscription box. Actually, that could work. Of course, then again, you just you find go to your P.O. box one day and find that you've had a blue apron sitting in there for a week. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, I should have got that. I should have instantly collected that. Okay, no. How do you feel about subscription box massages? Okay. Now, hold on. Now, <laughs> now hold on now. No, 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 hold on. I'm full on Leo DiCaprio and Django Unchained right now. I'm like, first you had my attention, and now you have my interest. Go on, my boy. Once a month, starting out. Oh, I thought you were doing the southern accent too. Once a month, boy, at your doorway is going to come a box with two little hands in it. Now, listen here, boy, don't get ahead of me now. Now, listen here, boy, boy, boy. What you get every month is a massage, a masseur, a masseuse of your choice delivered right to your door in a box. Oh, okay. So I was like, you know this just sounds like a massage therapist that does house calls, right? You're not really reinventing the wheel here. Listen here, you shut the fuck up and you get on with my box idea right now, motherfucker. Well, I like this. We put them in a box. (laughs) Well, I like this idea instead. My mine, which was a tiny square box that when you lift off the the lid, has two hands that you just sit on your back and you lay down, and the hands just kind of walk. It's like a gonk droid from Star Wars. It just walks up and down your back. So you're proposing that it's. It is just the thing from the Adams family. No, 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 because there's two of them in there. It's two hands, and it okay. It's the thing and the thing's wife. And well, hold on, because thing had a lot more movement than this does. It is just like 
permanently in like grasp position and it walked like you remember as a kid you would get like the little walkers where you would wind it up and then it would kind of like jitter around it's a big one of those that you put on your back and it beats the shit out of you for 30 minutes i really like that okay maybe you maybe that's the base package okay if you want the full experience you do get the full cousin it or not cousin it the thing the full thing where they can the hands can move where yeah where like you open the box and that motherfucker just jumps out at you grabs onto your face like a face hugger and then it's like oh i'm sorry yes could you please present your back to me is this uh hold on i like i know we're trying to do a subscription box why is this not just a rechargeable thing and you can just buy one and constantly have your massage buddy. Because that won't make us as much money. Well, I'm aware of that, but, like, that's why we... Po- we live in a capitalist society, Scotty! We need to make money! Well, no, but then that's why we do the iPhone technique. That's why, at that point, each couple of months we come out, and, like, maybe on this one, one of the fingers can move a little bit. And then, like, the next month, oh, it's got full grasping. Maybe one month it's like, this one will give you a fucking hand job. We won't come out and say it, but, I mean, it's implied. This thing will give you a good, good handy. You just ask for the happy ending. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, put um, on the happy ending setting. <laughs> you know, we can even take that a little bit further, where the first oh. one comes out, and then our next version is like, now it's got a thumb. Oh, God, no, I'm sorry. I just came up with the worst mental image, which is, you know, like, the typical massagers just kind of vibrate. I love this concept of the happy ending. <laughs> just you put your dick in it, and it goes, <laughs> it shakes it all about. <laughs> and then it does the hokey pokey. And it turns itself around and walks right out your door so we can all get arrested. Yeah. Hey, hello, DDP. I uh, I would like to win your million dollars. Please ignore everything I've said today about hand job robots and smelling toast while drinking whiskey. It would be it would mean a lot to me to get this old Millie that you're offering. I really I, I need you to listen to this podcast, and this is the adversity that I have to face every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that is talk talking to this motherfucker that ruins all of my ideas. Okay, okay. So, well, hold on. Firstly, handjob bot's not a bad idea. They exist. Secondly, let's move on to our next thing. And I feel like subscription box is not the thing. It's subscription service. So we need a, we need to identify a niche in the market that we can kind of corner to kind of get our own twisted spin on. Like, there's Z's, which is a subscription app for exclusively ASMR videos. There's Brown Sugar, which is all African-American content. That one's not a joke. I still get emails to from to this day from them after I signed up for it on this show as a goof. And I've been tempted many a time to check it out. So what's our corner of the market? That I'm just now realizing I'm just pitching our Patreon right now. I'm just pitching our yeah. Patreon. See, that's the thing. Other than no, no, this... No, 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 the thing was in the box that we just <laughs> made. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but, like, our thing is just, like, we make fun of shit. And so what is the niche of shit that we have to make fun of? What is something that nobody makes fun of? Huh. 
it, everything's fair game nowadays. I like this idea of almost like the Buck Wild. It's called Buck Wild, and it's nothing but like movies and TV and other shit. That's just unfathomable. Just the most ridiculous shit on the planet. And yes, all nine Fast and the Furious films will... This is where Fast 9 will premiere. This is where it's coming out. Is going to be on our service, Buckwild. Okay, so... And it's where we completely replace all the audio with the movie with just us bullshitting over it. Well, that's one thing. Also, I like this idea... It's it's Buckwild skip the BS. And I know that sounds bad cuz it sounds like they're trying to skip us, but no, it is skip the boring fucking parts of every Buckwild movie in existence. Like you click you click on some and you're like, "Huh, that's weird. Why is uh why is Hobbs and Shaw only 15 minutes long?" It's like there's a lot in between we needed to edit out, but we got you what you needed. This is like I feel like it could have done with a little bit more exposition. I have no idea why they just blew up a car full of orphans and nuns. No, believe but me. But I you feel did, like there was a you good didn't reason. No, you didn't need to know. It didn't make any sense. You're fine. But yeah. Oh, Space Jam? Edit out literally everything except the basketball game and maybe when Michael Jordan shows up to a baseball game in a fucking UFO and no one blinks an eye. That's all we leave in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay actually it's just the one scene where he stretches real good and you're always yes, just wondering that... can he do that uh, i think we've talked about it on the show we can't get into that conversation of the fact that i used to hold out my arm and be like why can't it fucking happen why <laughs> um also school of rock is literally just the end band scene that's it it's just the band scene, and that's all we need to convey School of Rock to people. Yep. Oh, man, they did one with the original trilogy of Star Wars. Oh, that's cool. Huh, it's just all of the movies. It's just... <laughs> oh, they did one with the uh, prequel trilogy as well. It's just Revenge of the Sith. That's it's... it. How... Oh, they put 12 seconds of Darth Maul in. Neat. <laughs> Man, Darth Maul was the coolest shit, and it just got whiffed. It just got whiffed. Although, what's this film on here? It's just called Rise of Sky. Oh, I see. They couldn't put most of that in there, so they couldn't even put the full title, I see. Oh, yep. That I feel sad about that, because I actually liked Rise of Skywalker, so... I mean, it was a Buckwild film, so it turned its spot on our website, Blake. That is true. Um, and there's like 12 seconds that you could cut from it, and it's like, ha, ah, yeah, I really love when the Emperor does just make lightning everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, I, I think I've come up with the end of my documentary now after that, and it's me after defeating DDP in bloody, bloody combat, and I'm walking through a desert, and someone walks up to me and says, boy, boy, what's your name? And I say, Scotty, and I look to the left, and there's a force ghost of Diamond Dallas Page, and I say, Scotty Dallas Page, credits! <laughs> no, I'd be down with that. I'd be down uh, with that. You know what? I think that works. I want to see the extended cut of that scene, I really do, where the guy's just like, 
You can't just take someone else's... You can't just jack someone's name. There's papers that have to be signed. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? It's like, oh no, I've got all of my documents. That's actually what's going to be in the extended cut. It's going to be her signing all the documents to change her name. Waiting in line for five hours, just like, Ray Skywalker, Skywalker... $55? Ah, fuck. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I got that on me. Uh, do you it guys is take... just a super cut of bureaucracy. Do you guys take Bitcoin? Ah, fuck. I mean, I guess we can. Alright, here you go. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, can you... I'll... I can pay you in calamari flan. Yeah. Is that it? It's good. <laughs> I can pay you in Galaxy's Edge sporks that are currently worth $11, which is fucking insane to- this is something that i should have saved for the theme park podcast but we do need to discuss the fact that when galaxy's edge opened they had these really dope ass sporks you could eat with and people kept fucking stealing them so disney said suck my dick we're gonna bring them back but you're gonna pay 11 dollars for them it's insane and it comes with a little shitty carrying case and i think the alien language on the outside says i'm a fucking dick dipshit and i bought an 11 dollar spork i bought this stupid fucking thing because it was disney i went it says i went to galaxy's edge and all i got was this dumb fucking spork i paid 11 dollars for no it's just got written it's got mark written all over it oh yeah 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 so, like, the other galactic smugglers can know, like, <laughs> that you're the person. It's like, oh, shit, I can, I can fleece them out of all of their money. Wait, why don't we just open a theme park? Okay, it's a very good idea that we open a theme park, but, like, here's the issue. I have an entire other podcast dedicated to this concept. And- yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of ran into that right after I said that, so... <laughs> Here's an idea. Why don't we start our own wrestling organization? It'd be great. Now, listen, I'm actually on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so that hold on. Like, I have no object permanence when it comes to our podcasts. So you remind me of whichever one we're doing at this point. I'm like, oh, shit, that's a great idea for a podcast. Why didn't we do that before? Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I'm, we're like halfway through our current season on Opposite Attractions. Why don't we make the next hit theme park and I will bring it to the table at the beginning of next season as my idea. Okay. So you get all of these carefully crafted ideas that Jim came up with that you fucked up and then you bring them to me and I'll fuck them right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So what's, what is, I want to know this. I'm going to, I, this is rare. I'm going to leave it directly to you. Because I've, I've tapped out. I've ran the snake dry, as it were, of theme park ideas. So I'm going to need you to bring some to the table. Okay, now the first one, this is going to be... Now this would be better in Ga- Galaxy's Edge, so we're going to have to get some Star Wars permits. But I do really like the idea of galactic bureaucracy as a ride. Okay, so this isn't so, even a theme park. You're just doing an episode of Opposite Attractions at this point. So what's what's Galactic Bureaucracy the ride? <laughs> well, you see, you go in at the beginning and you want to change your name. And so at the end, you eventually get your name changed, but you've been waiting in line for two hours, and that's the ride. 
So you have to go to different set. You have to go to a bunch of different desks. You have to get the 1099JX form. You have to get, then you have to go and take it over to Galactic Resources. Galactic Resources, they, you have to pay the fee and everything. And then they send you back because you don't have the, the 742 blah form, which is very different from the 1099 form. But you're gonna need both of them to actually change your name. But you can't go back to the first desk, so you have to go back to a desk that's at the far end of the Galactic Consulate. And you have to wait in line there, get that form. And you have to come back, but oh no, once you get back, you've got to wait for a Galactic Justice of the Peace. So that Galactic Justice has to swear you in, and you have to go around the entire park to find that Galactic Justice. So once you find them, you have to bring them back, because they're probably in some kind of, at some kind of wild, like, space party. And then they swear you in. How's it feel just taking a big comedy duke on our show, Blake? How's it feel just, like, going for a solid... Solid two minutes, just duking all over the place. You know, I think this has really got legs. You literally made Escalator Land from Fairly Odd Parents, but with more bureaucracy. When's the ride coming up? This is the ride. And it is the. It's perfect. It's exactly what we need because you know what? This is 2020, baby. Our democracy's failing, everything's going down the toilet, soon we're gonna be in 1984, you gotta get used to it. So, hold on, so your theme park proposal is the DMV, the theme park. It is, oh, go ride the amazing Waitatron, where you have to wait for five hours to get your number. Come over here and ride the amazing creepy guy teaches you how to drive ride where an animatronic sits next to you and then halfway puts it puts an arm on your leg and you're very uncomfortable so you mess up you have to sign forms it's not just all waiting scotty i mean the forms come into play that's where like that's the harry potter world aspect to it where in harry potter world you have a wand where you can go have fun with in this one you go sign forms with your special magic pin that's literally a three dollar pin at the gift shop and you do have to buy the pin though to sign the forms yeah yeah yeah. but if you uh pay an extra eight dollars they attach a spork to the end of it and give you a carrying case Yep. <laughs> they call you a dumbass for coming. Okay, how about this one? The interrogation chamber. Okay. It's a horror-themed ride. Once again, you're not making a park. You're just making rides <laughs> that you're throwing into the ether. Exactly. We put all these together once I have enough ideas, and it'll be a perfect idea. So you have to walk into a room, and somebody grills you for two hours. Okay. So really, the general consensus of your theme park I like this is now I'm like Simon Cowell reviewing you trying to audition to come on opposite attractions and I'm like I see all of your theme park jokes seem to revolve around the general concept of wouldn't it be funny if you had to wait a very long time ah yes it's very funny anyways let's move on I okay I do like this idea and it's less of a this one is also not a theme park because we're very bad at keeping to the core premise uh huh uh huh see how easy it is (laughs) But it's more, it's not a ride either. It's more of a seasonal event a la Halloween Horror Nights or uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. But this is just called It Follows Night, where everyone who buys a ticket is also assigned a scare actor 
that's constantly walking behind them. <laughs> it's like incessantly following them. And if you ride a roller coaster, they're two seats behind you the entire time. So you're you're built a concept where you would have to have one person shadowing literally everyone in the park. No, 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 no. A lot of fucking scare actors are hired. It is a very easy process to get in because we need, like, thousands of people to follow. And that's the thing, is you could be walking in a group, and the group separates, and at that point you have to figure out, oh, wait, which one was mine? Which which one of the creeps is mine? And then your creep disappears down an alleyway, and you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? It's essentially paying to get stalked for, like, an hour. Now, I really like this because it's given, like, the opportunity. Once, it does create a lot of jobs. I think that's a really good, I think that's a really good part of this. Two, we're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So Real quick. So you're going to get, like, a hundred scare actors every night who just fuck off from following their person. So this person never sees them, which makes them even more terrified. Oh, that's good. I was going to propose the fact that if you fuck off, you do get fired. You have to keep eyes on your target at all times. I prefer this idea where it's someone who's very bad at scaring and is just behind him like, Hey! 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 Hey, lady in the red! Lady in the red! It's me! I'm your, I'm your demon! I'm your demon! I'm gonna fucking haunt you! I'm gonna get you! I think this is more about ruining someone's theme park experience now. <laughs> just ruining someone's day. It's just because, like, if done well, it could be very intimidating. If you have like one of the real scare actors that's just shaking and walking behind you, and you're like, "Fuck, when are they gonna get?" And they can like run at you every once in a while. They just can't touch you, so they can't get super close. But you're always like, "Ah, oh, fuck." But I do prefer this guy who's real bad at his job. And he's just like. Have you ever seen them big like shining films? I would be so much fucking scarier than that. You got no idea, buddy. Hey, I got an axe. I got, hey, you see, it's a fucking axe. I chop up wood with it. I killed a squirrel once. I tell you what. <laughs> I love that. Oh, but you're fine. I'm going to bring out my ninchicks. I like segment one. Despite not wanting to, we came up with the great film of uh, reverse John Wick. In the second one, we've also come up with the great film idea, which is It Follows, but with a fucking absolute idiot. And they're just like, hey, I'm following you. I'm following you. I'm right here. Can you see me? Can you see me? Would it just be called Idiot Follows? Oh, fuck you. Yes, of course it would be. No, <laughs> they're walking. He's gone. And then, hey, I'm in your house. I'm in your house, look over here, I'm hiding behind a window, I'm gonna see, look at me. Oh, you wanna find a wand? You wanna pick a wand? I'm gonna be in there with you. Oh, okay, so this is, this is in Harry Potter world now. This No, it's every theme park. That's the thing, once you enter the city of Orlando, <laughs> Florida, <laughs> you get one. No, 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 you walk into Ollivander's, and then you just see like, hey, I'm the wand person. I would be showing you how to get one. Hey, little Billy, come here, point this up here. Pew! <laughs> okay, Blake, we've. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst one we've done, I think. So, what What was awesome this week? Oh, that, that entire. The last 20 minutes of my life. Um, 
actually, I had a, I've got a great awesome thing this week because I've had it for the last few weeks. But goddamn, meal subscription boxes are pretty great. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tell you. Like, I finally got in on that because I got uh, a couple free boxes worth, like in coupons, for an unnamed service that I won't name until they pay me something. Hey, um, greetings. Um, ah, shit. What's a? What's it rhymes a- with Jello Crash. What's a synonym for the word that rhymes with crash? Because then we could just refer to them as greetings. N- recently plucked. <laughs> Greetings, unrotten. <laughs> Greetings, new. <laughs> now, that could be another type of scare actor where they're just like, go full Spock. Yeah. It's like, Greetings, fellow humanoid. Oh, I yeah. am here to cause and incite fear in you. Hello. Oh, no, no, no. If we want it to be a still a little scary, it's straight up Sheldon. And just <laughs> fucking Bazinga! Oh no. Did you ride the Simpsons ride yet? You know it replaced Back to the Future. That was my favorite ride when I was a child, but then it was taken out in favor of the Simpsons ride because the Simpsons was a much more successful franchise and you're like, oh fucking damn it! Oh, you're gonna you're gonna ride that uh that roller coaster that plays the music. That's fine, as I understand. You know the uh Jaws ride used to be there. It was uh technical marvel. I don't actually know if that was where the Jaws ride it was. was not. I think it was actually <laughs> it was... No, it was um it was uh Harry, Harry Potter World that yeah, they got rid of. Harry but Potter like... World killed a big fucking shark. Mm-hmm. It's like there was a it was a great uh feat of uh technological marvel. Actually, the shark uh, was one of the hardest animatronics to ever get working, ever. So anyways, um, Jello Mesh. Teach me about Jello Mesh. Let me let me tell you about it after I finish telling no, you about this you great can't. shark. <laughs> because, Scotty, I'm your scare actor today. No. Hi, I'm Sheldon. <laughs> uh, now, uh, if you've probably ever heard of any of them, which I'm sure you have because you're listening to a podcast, um, but you just get a box... And there's food in it. And there's all the ingredients that you need to make a food. I made some chicken parmesan earlier today with uh, roasted green beans and uh, couscous. Yeah. And I actually, you you got me on the train. Because earlier today, I was, I was making my morning smoothie. And I poured out some milk. And the milk tasted like nasty old chicken. And that's what I realized. That's because it was sitting by Emily's nasty old chicken in the fridge and that's when me and her started talking number one she never knew that chicken goes bad after four days in a fridge like just raw chicken no like cooked chicken after like four days it'll fuck you up so i was like okay that but then now that i'm gonna be unemployed i'm like oh i can actually cook so i looked up hello fresh and got oh fuck jello crash (laughs) (laughs) you did it you're gonna have to bleep that out Yeah, because no one at home knows what we're talking about. So, yeah, I got on there, and I thought, like, because I have a baby mouth, I thought there was no way I would find stuff that would intrigue me and make me want to eat it. No, dude, so quickly, like, Lucy Juicy Burgers with cheese on the inside, fucking chicken parmesan, so much good shit, and I was like, oh, Okay, so I'm going to be good. So we've, we're we going to do like a full month of it to try it out and see what we think. Yeah, it was really good stuff. Um, I've made, like, all the stuff that I've made from it has been really great and really tasty. And the best part is, after doing it for about a month now, 
I have enough recipes where I can just go out and get the ingredients for it and not have to worry. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I just look at the card and I'm like, oh, I have most of this shit already. I just got to get the meat. Yeah. And some garlic. And an onion. And I'll be good. I'll be good. Do you know how many recipes just really revolve around meat, garlic, and onion? A lot. It's the best foods on the planet. Meat, onion, garlic. Um, well, what I'm grateful for today, and this is going to sound like I'm really wanting this million dollars, but I'm being 100% genuine when I say getting back into DDP yoga is the fucking choicest cho- thing I've ever done in my entire life. Because I have so much energy, Blake. The other day, I came in and the kids came into the house and, in fact... The same thing happened today. CJ came running up to me, and I was trying to, I was pretending like I was avoiding him. I'm like, oh no, he found me. He runs at me, and I was, with my DDP yoga power, able to fucking launch him into the air to deliver a Kevin Owens-style pop-up powerbomb to the child. I had so much strength. I can yeet children now. I've got energy throughout my days. I'm happier. I'm, And this is more of a me-again thing, but, like, I've been analyzing my days and if they've been good, bad, or neutral. When I started doing yoga, nothing but good days, baby. Nothing but good days in a row. And it's just... It's real good getting back in that good, strong feeling and feeling confident in my body. Oh, God, especially like yoga and DDP yoga, which does a lot more for your like body endurance and strength building. Like it since it's like so centered around that. Yeah. Although I do really like that your best thing that's come about from DDP yoga is just that you can eat children more. <laughs> You got dangerously close to being like, and it really helps you build flexibility and mobility, and we know that flexibility really is the essence of youth. It helps you hold back the hands of time. And if you want to use DDP Yoga, use our special promo code at ddpy.com slash a load of BS. And I was like, Uh, Blake, no, not yet. If only DDP. See, that was was the pitch, though. That was was the bait that I sent in. So when DDP listens to this podcast like he always does... (laughs) Oh, wait, so what you're proposing is that we get the million dollars not through the competition. We get the million dollars through a sick sponsor deal with DDP. Yeah, I mean, he's got the money to throw around, apparently. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. But, Blakey T, we've done some bullshit today. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. And you can find me here doing all of the BS podcasts that I do, which is... This one right here, Fight Boys, and especially if you're one of our Moon Marines, you can catch me every month on You Paid For This. You forget Deviant every fucking time, and it disappoints. I still forget the De- I literally recorded my lines for Deviant, like, an hour ago. I know, and it's a very emotional episode coming out this Sunday, and yet you're still like, fuck it, you pay for this, whatever. Oh, but of course you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy all my books on Amazon and you can check out all those other BS Network programs, including Deviant, online at a load of pure BS.com, ladies and gentlemen. Special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Ric Flair, off of their album, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. Check out Tom and the Brass Holes and all the stuff they do. You can find them on Spotify. You can find them 
anywhere where you get your wonderful little music from, buy their album. Yeah. Don't stream it. Buy they it. They apparently have an LP coming out, too. Like, very soon there's an LP coming out, and I'm excited for it. Oh, I can't wait to hit that. So, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hit that LP. Yep. Slap that LP, silly, so it slaps me back, uh. just like I like. <laughs> And of course, remember to support the show, whether that be by donating to the Patreon, picking up merch like we said earlier, but most importantly, just tell a friend who you think would love some ridiculous bullshit to check out a load of BS, and then both of you go to iTunes and leave us five stars. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week.